Welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. And every week we bring you guests who help you build your 5D life in alignment with your soul. And this week I am incredibly happy to introduce you to a very, very, very dear friend of mine. Absolutely instrumental as a mentor in my life and somebody who has whose work has totally transformed how I saw myself and how I operated in the world and my business and I'm going to get all soppy now so I'm going to introduce you to this incredible man Nicholas Haynes welcome to our podcast Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. And that lovely introduction. Uh, and the word mentor is strange because I'm thinking a bit more like you're my sister. Like, but like what? A bit more like my sister. <laughs> kind of... Well, I'm your sister. <laughs> well, a very young sister, a very young sister, but a very young sister in, in a very in a very old soul. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we've, we've been lucky enough to know each other what since 2012 now. Yeah. 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 And we just clicked, didn't we, when we first we first met and um yeah i meant every word i said nick you're you're so for the audience listening you know nick is an expert in chinese medicine um and not only that he has created something called the vitality test which enables you to understand your energy type from a chinese medicine background and i meant every word i said nick it's so liberating for me to understand my energy type and how um how it meant that I need to be loved and how it meant that, you know, how I show up in the world. So um, could you maybe just share with our audience a little bit more about your work? Because it is absolutely incredible. Mm, Of course. Yeah. Um, I have various different aspects to my, to my work. So my background, as you say, was uh, traditional Chinese medicine. I practiced for uh, 35 years. I calculated recently, I did over 50,000 one-on-one consultations, which was a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> and then I took <laughs> 50,000. Mm, wow. Um, I, I then took that body of knowledge and I moved it into, uh, ex- I think I was equivalent of a really good guitar player playing in my bedroom. And I decided actually to go out on stage a bit more and just to put it out there in the world. Um, so we set up, um, about the time I met you, Five Institute. And the Five Institute takes that body of understanding around Chinese philosophy, energetics and puts it out there in the world and the way I think of it is is we're about internal and external cultures how do you live with yourself and how do we live together Mm. that's the kind of primary thing that we do at the five institute my purpose has always been that I want everybody in the world to have someone that's there for them so I did that in the playground and I did that and for me the best way to make sure that everybody in the world has someone that's there for them is through the work we do at the five Institute, but also through kindness. How do we create kind cultures? How do we create kind organizations? How do we deal? How do we learn to live with ourselves and learn to live together? Mm, which is so important what we're going through. Yeah. And, and, and we've been, and we've talked about this before. We, we were born in this time because we were chose to be born into this time. And, I think one of my roles yeah, is how do you live with yourself and how do we live together to do the big stuff that we need to to do. 
And your work and obviously everything you do with the Five Institute, and I know the reason I wanted to get you on the show, particularly around this time of year, is obviously you always do these incredible forecasts for the energy of the upcoming year. And obviously we've gone from 2020 into 2021. um, And I always find listening to almost like the theme of the year is so empowering and encouraging and inspiring for me. So I'd love for you maybe just to share a little bit about obviously the year that we're going into with our audience, because obviously we're still in the metal uh, cycle and we're going now into the metal ox, but I would love for you to just sort of describe what that actually means for our listeners. Okay. Um, So if you're new to this work, there's kind of really kind of simple principles. So each year is related to one of 12 animals and each animal has a certain characteristic to it. And the year is also then related to one of the five elements, one of the five energies. So basically each year occurs once every 60 years. So the last time we were in a metal ox year was 1961. And each year with its energy will have a certain vibration, a certain energy to it a certain style it's like an undercurrent of a a, a flow um however although the year has a flow and an energy to it the context and i think this is really important within our, our conversation the context in which the year sits is different so we're different from 1961 they came out of two world wars there was a different context they weren't uh, at the moment, which we can explore, we've got three major cycles of change happening, which has not gone on for tens of thousands of years, changing at the same time. So we've got some really big stuff happening. But the essence of the energy of the year is the same. The context is just different. So the energy of this year has a certain vibration, a certain flow to it, which you can. And then that will resonate with our energy our vibration, our flow, our numerology, our east and our west stars, the essence of who we are. Um, So there'll be that kind of interaction between the year, Mm -hmm. context, Mm -hmm. and our energy. And then as well as the year having a certain energy, the block of 12 years has a certain energy to it. And that really matters as well. So we've got this, it's like a 4D 4D, 5D game of chess with all these different energies. Builds which on top can, of each other. Yeah, which can kind of start to seem, okay, this is a bit confusing. So I've got this energy of this year with an element, within a context, within a block of time, and then it's mixing with my East, my West stars, my numerology, the essence of who I am. And that gets to be really complicated unless you look at it from your vitality test point of view. You say, okay, well, how is it interacting with my energy based on the vitality test? Because your vitality test, in a way, is an amalgam of your east and your west stars and your numerology, the essence, your parental influence. And most importantly, your vitality test is is indicating what it is that you're here to do on the earth and the challenges you'll have around that. So I like to look at these years and say, okay, well, us as individuals and society – how is this year interacting with us and what are the challenges, what are the lessons, what are the confusions? And um, so in terms of the energy, the, the animal we're in, we've mm-hmm. just left rat and we've, got, we've just arrived mm-hmm. in ox. 
So it has certain characteristics. And we are in a metal, second of a metal energy, second of metal energy years. The metal energy has certain characteristics. And we're also in a metal energy block of time. And that has certain characteristics. So what we could do is we could just look at metal energy and say, okay, what's we're in a year and a block of time, what's that going to tell us? And then we can say, okay, well, what's the what's the ox going to tell us with that? That'd be useful. This making yeah, sense. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we kind of break that down. So metal energy, every energy is related to a particular season, and metal energy is related to fall, autumn. Um, and thing, there's a number of qualities there. First of all, things disconnect, they end. So metal energy has a kind of a question or an observation. It says, okay, what's missing? What isn't there? Something feels like it's missing. Something feels like it's not there. Leaves disconnect. There can be a sense of loss, of isolation, of disconnection. So I said at the beginning of 2020, we well, actually said, was talking about it in December 1919. I said, I don't know how it will happen, but there will be a sudden surge of disconnection, of loss, of of things or a sense of isolation uh, and and a letting go and what is it that we will let go well in 1960 they let go of the grief from two world wars that was an enormous shift suddenly you had people suddenly saying well let's go to the moon let's travel in space let's let's ride around on scooters let's drive let's do peace and love and they they let go of that tremendous grief from two world wars and there was conflict because one group generation was saying but you younger kids running around on your scooters being all happy and jolly and laughing don't you know people died in two world wars for you don't you take things seriously anymore? Mm. What are you? And there was this enormous divide between society, between a traditional view that was holding on to the grief and a, a new view of people that were saying, you know what, we're in the 60s now. This is yeah. not the 50s or the 40s. It's we're, we're a new generation and we can. Which is so what we've got we, now, basically. Which is kind of, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a. It's, a, it's two worlds. So we've got that. We've got. Uh, so we saw that happening to to a certain extent uh, as that sudden shift into that metal energy block of time that we saw it last year, um, and and in the nineteen sixties they they'd come out. Like I said, they'd come out of these two world wars. So their big thing was peace and love. We've come out. We come out of watching. Australia on fire, great chunks of America on fire with with climate. So our stuff is climate. We've got lots of existential stuff going on around climate. Um, uh, we saw in the 1960s there was metal energy is also about us saying what is it that we value, what's important to us, mm. and what are we going to let go of. Well, so I was when you talk about letting go, I feel like there's a massive collective letting go happening with this kind of dark night of the soul, you know, it's yeah. kind of happening on, happening on a global, global scale at mm. the moment. Yeah. So it's like, we're being forced to let go. If you think about what happened, you know, like you were saying about isolation, you know, people, mm. a lot of people have had gone in and their businesses they're going to have to let go of, or a lot of the 3d stuff they've been holding onto is naturally coming to the surface for them to let go of. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, and also within that letting go, there is also, there is no better year than last year and this year to let go of the limiting beliefs that you have, your stories that you tell yourself, the things that say, I can't do this because of that. So we get a chance to let go of so much of the things that were not serving us or not allowing us to to be that full expression of, uh, of ourselves, fulfill your purpose or, or do whatever it is. So letting go is on many, many levels. Um, and the same with that metal energy, it is about an assessment of value. Um, so what is it that you value and what is it that you don't value? What are you going to let go of? What are you going to decide to keep? And we saw within that kind of COVID world, we were really asked people let go of things and ways of doing things that never would have seemed possible mm-hmm. before. And suddenly we're doing things in a completely different way. Um, and some of those, and then we experienced that we, myself, I, I lost many, many people died in the last couple of last two years. It's kind of was brutal um, on, on that. Mm. Uh, and that gets you to kind of explore letting go of mortality and all stuff. So there's lots of layers in which yeah, well, I suppose you can apply it to anything, can't you, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're kind of asked to uh, – so we're asked to explore that. And So as a general theme for our listeners then, listening to this, you know, it's a good thing for them to examine what they want to be holding on to and what they want to be letting go of and, you know, letting go of anything holding you back. This would be the prime time, like you said, negative beliefs, belief systems, stepping into mm. that person that you want to be. This would be a good kind of thing to look at over this yeah. period. And one of the things around that, that we, that I think is really important to kind of let go of that the block of time that we've just come out of with, with an earth energy block of time. And that's about understanding, making sense, chewing things over, learning education. It's also about community grounded, settle. So we did a lot of work in the last 12 year block of time about understanding ourselves, making sense, chewing things over, discussing, but we didn't actually do a lot of letting go. So one of the traps that we can have at the moment, you say, well, I've tried to let go of all these limiting beliefs. I've tried to do all this work. I've been spent the last 10 years trying to deal with this stuff. And I go around in circles. I can't let go. I've already tried. Um, You've never tried to do it in a metal energy year or a metal energy block of time. So don't think just because you couldn't do it before that you can't do it now. Um, and that's a trap. People say, oh, no, I can't. I, I don't want to. I've also tried so much. Try it now. Try it again and try mm. it now. Now's the time to really. Now is the time to do it. The other thing that's, that is a, in a way a kind of metal energy trap that kind of gets us and uh, um, a brilliance too is that metal energy has something going on around perfection about things being done really well and quality and, and, and as well as finishing things. So there can be a trap of, as we're having this shifting and letting go or doing things, you say, oh, yeah, but it's, it, um, or we're having this, there's some, which we can look at, there's some very new energy coming in. And as we're seeing the new energy coming in in its, in, in its forming state, the metal energy can trap us and think, Oh, that's no good. It's not perfect. 
it's not perfect. I can't let go because I can't do it completely. It's not perfect. And I do that so with my programs all the time. I'm like, oh, should I redo that? Should I redo that? It's not perfect. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not perfect. It's not good enough. Or even a solution to our world's problem. People say, oh, that, that doesn't work. That's not perfect. So everything within it, there's a danger within this stage as little shoots come up or little things arrive that they get chopped down because our metal energy, the metal energy that we're vibrating with says that that's no good. going to get rid of it. That sounds a little bit. (laughs) And we, and we, and and we see this kind of, and, and the other thing that comes from that, and this is the work that I do with um, uh, Runa and the no more boxes movement, Mm -hmm. this very black and metal energy is, is a desperate desire for simplicity. And one of the easiest ways to try and attain simplicity is to put say, this is right, this is wrong, this is black, this is white, this is that. We just put things in boxes to try and get this really simple view of the world because otherwise it's too complicated. So what happens is something new starts to arrive and we go, it's not perfect. And it also belongs in this camp and I don't like that. That's communism, that's socialism. That's capitalism. That's this. That's that. And we end up with this very black and white thinking. And then at the same time, we're looking for the, we're spotting the imperfection within the, the model, within the development of it. <laughs> so I often think it's a bit like you get a puppy and you take it back to the pet shop or the thing is, oh, this, this puppy's no good. It keeps pooing everywhere. <laughs> Or, or, or you get a baby and you take a baby back to the, so, oh, and actually, I think I've got a duff baby. It keeps on pooing and crying all the time. It's not talking. It's not walking. It certainly can't do anything. It's like everything in its early stages is in a state of growth and imperfection. And to look for perfection and to judge it on what you perceive would be its final state gets to be that we see rejections of ideas all the time because it's not perfect. So the moral of the story then for our listeners is recognize yeah. and kind of get used to sort of being imperfect, being happy yeah. with imperfect per- perfection. And, yes. just, you yeah. know, it's more about who it's going to help and serve rather than necessarily yeah. getting stuck in the. Yeah. So, so one of the, um, one of the kind of guiding principles that I give for this year is, um, uh, let go of the, the old and kind of be curious about the new. So we have that kind of duality going on in this year that we've got the kind of, we've got a big push for some new stuff coming and that's to do with 2024 and these big geopolitical, spiritual and consumerism changes that are happening. But we've got a whole lot of real new stuff coming our way, engaging with a metal ox year and metal and the ox is a very very traditional they're very conservative they're very steady they're very uh, uh, kind of like old-fashioned and it's steady in its old way so we've got this very steady old-fashioned plodding long year starting to engage with is really quite revolutionary time and those two things are, are, are meeting in this particular year so we've got the kind of an old meeting the new in this particular year with the trap of, well, the new doesn't look very perfect. Right. The, uh, the old kind of, th- there are challenges around the old because 
if we let go of old things, the metal energy then says, yeah, but you're going to miss out. You're going to lose. It's going to be something's going. So we kind of get trapped in this sense of something is missing or something is being taken from us or there's a secret or there is something that is being stolen or taken or hidden or this or perfect. And so both 2020 and 2021, particularly 2020 with this big surge, gave an enormous sense and a search for what's missing. Something feels missing. I don't know what it is. It just feels like something's missing and it's being taken from me. It's being stolen. It's being taken. I just know it. I don't know what it is, but something is being hidden. Something is being taken something is being stolen i don't know what it is but i'm going to start looking for what's hidden missing secret being stolen um a lot and, of people have been doing that as well and people just did that and 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 the the challenge is that you find something that is missing but it doesn't satisfy the energetic need to search for what's missing so you say oh i found that layer so then you find another layer and then you find another layer, but you're never satisfied. It never reaches a point to which you go, oh, good, I found what's missing. <laughs> you find it, you have a moment of satisfaction, then you go, nah, must be something else missing. So how do we combat that then? How do we, how do we kind of bring that to our awareness and consciousness? We just literally kind of have, hold it and just say, okay, I'll just stop looking now. <laughs> um, well, one of the gifts, whether or not we did it before or after, whether or not we did that at the time or whether we need to revisit it now is we've just come out of this 12 year block of earth energy and earth energy was teaching us to create an earthly stability, to create rhythms and routines, to do our meditation, to do our learning, to be grounded, to be stable, to be rooted in our, in our existence um and to the danger was that we were always going to go tribal and we did go a bit tribal but generally it was the ability to be for us as individuals to be very grounded and, and stable and if you're like that and you have a deep understanding and you did the work in this area you have a, a deep understanding what you don't get caught up in is all the drama and the this and the that and the this and the searching. So the work that we should have done in 2012, that last 12 year block of time should have protected us from the rabbit holes and the stories and the drama and the this and that. But if we spend all our time on social media and on our phones and we're looking at this and we, we spent the last 12 years in a, frantic drama state then then this earth then this meta energy sense of what's missing then just triggers us and we just back into that loop so you kind of because what the way i see the last like 10, you know 12 years or 10 years it's been preparation actually for what's yes absolutely now. and i feel like all the work that i did in that last sort of 10 year period is standing me a good stead now as we're going through this more what i would say um the four-year period where the old systems are breaking down, where the new systems are, are shooting mm -hmm. through. Um, but I'm also seeing a lot of people in our communities who maybe haven't necessarily done that, done that so much work, and then I'm noticing them um, that stuff is their stuff is coming to the surface for them to look at. You know, it's kind of forcing that issue to come up almost. Yeah. Um, 
that 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 is and it isn't true i i think one of the one of the issues is is that um i think of myself and and you're 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 the same otherwise we're we're both sensitive searching souls so we're souls that are searching and we're sensitive so even though we did all the work our sensitivity gets us to pick up higher levels of what's missing and what isn't there there are lots of people with that aren't sensitive searching souls that don't particularly pick up the energy of the time and they just kind of plod along this has been quite an extreme time so there's been lots of circumstances where most people have been caught with it mm. but there are many groups of people that really did do the work and they really did do that stuff and i really did that stuff uh however i was still got by that energy because I am more sensitive to it and therefore it gets me. Mm. So my grief came back, my unresolved stuff about the death of my sisters, all that. It, I kind of, it broke me in that year because I was so sensitive to mm. the metal energy game that's playing on. So people listening then, you know, who are maybe having that experience, you know, that it, like, don't get me wrong, I believe everything's divine. You know, everything's divinely mm. timed and we have to trust that. So... You know, if that stuff is coming up for people uh, at the mm. moment, uh, you know, it sounds it sounds like obviously you've been you've had your own bits of stuff that was coming up too. I, I what would you say like this is to those people listening? I, I I think I think there's there's three main things. The first one is just because you're really experiencing and feeling this stuff at the moment, that doesn't mean you didn't do a good job before. Mm. You're just a really sensitive searching soul. Um, the second one is um, this is a very very extreme time. This isn't a there isn't an ord it, it, it just isn't an ordinary time uh, within it. So we're being really asked to step up. Uh, it's like you learn to be a really good tightrope walker, and I good I can rope I can walk a tightrope. I can absolutely do it across tall buildings. Okay, well let's see you do it in a gale. Let's see how you get on in a gale. So we're sensitive and we're doing, trying to do it in a gale. And then I think the third one, which is a kind of in a way the, the, the biggest trap for ourselves, it flips back to this perfection that we think, oh, God, I should be more perfect. I should get it done. I shouldn't have missed that. I shouldn't have. So I could really beat myself up and say, look, here I am. I've done this work. I've been in this energy field for 40 years now. I know what year it's going to come. I know what's going on. And why did it still get me? Because I'm human and I'm, I'm sensitive. And it was in a storm and it kind of got me. And it also got me to actually produce much better content. But don't fall into the trap around perfection because our souls are forming and growing in the same way. And, and that is the trap that people say, say, oh, they didn't do it right. And, and it also, we can fall into the, back into the trap of black and white thinking. They're enlightened. They're not. They're like this. They're not. They're, well, and I think just... that's the biggest challenge on the planet at the moment, isn't it? It's like yeah. we, we're having, you know, unity consciousness is about us mm. coming together and being happy with our imperfections. And if yeah. somebody has a different yeah. view, then that's okay. They're still our brother or mm. sister. You know, I think yeah. it's the collective lesson that is happening at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and the other thing I think, just back to that kind of preparation and how we can go back into it, 
there's also that big thing around earth energy is connected with our digestive system and it's connected with our microbiome and it's connected with our the way that we eat and the and the soil that we the earth the soil that we exist on so another way to kind of create that stability to be better in this time is to look at that earth energy do you have a good microbiome are you looking after bacteria are you you avoiding loads of pesticides that just destroy the microbiome in the soil and describe destroy the microbiome in you are you dealing because if you're super sensitive you might want to do that because the grounds are shifting underneath our feet so you have to have your own so basically what we're, so what you're saying is there's a few themes one of which is yeah. obviously letting go being curious yeah. about the new um, yeah. understanding that actually we've got to get be okay with imperfect imperfect perfection yeah. you know move, to yeah. move forward um yeah. and then getting our balance right so really looking yeah. at our core and making yeah. sure that we are stable because obviously ex- everything externally is going through this shift so it's about yeah. kind of centering and focusing ourselves yeah. is that yeah. the steadiness of the ox then yeah that's so the kind of in, in a way i think the 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 ground the first thing with this year is kind of keep it steady just plod right. plow keep it steady do your stuff just don't get caught up in the dramas the like this it. and that because because the the flip side of the ox is that they're the, the, the bulls in a bull ring i was gonna say so, stay in your own lane <laughs> Yeah, stay in your own lane. And, and 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 if someone pokes you or waves a red flag, don't suddenly go, oh, yes, good, 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 and start charging towards the red flag because someone's way because we will have loads of them. So keep it steady, stay in your own lane, plod along, plow, do, do your work. Um, don't start trying to lock horns with everything that comes along because that's what bulls like to do. They like when they're stressed and and they start to want to lock horns and get into every fight. At their very best, oxes plod along and they plow, and they t- and as they plow, they lift stuff out of the soil, and that's for you to look and examine. It's getting rid of things, but they're also aerating, getting the the soil ready, preparing, settling, opening things up, and oxes in their very nature they do really well together. They're in pairs, aren't they? They're pairs, they kind of plod along, they're preparing. So this year is a kind of preparing the ground, plodding, keep stable, keep steady. Um, It is, ox energy has a discipline to it. So there's something going to go on around discipline. We could go, oh my God, discipline. They're telling me what to do. Charge, charge, charge. People are trying to discipline me. No, ox is about your discipline to keep it steady and stay in your own lane that's what the discipline is don't wander across the field and plow in zigzag try and do it in nice straight lines it's more efficient it kind of gets things uh, get things done and the other end aspect with oxes like i say they're they're very traditional and and conserved so so you need to say okay well what traditions and I'm, am i going to set up for myself are my traditions are going to be my rituals and rhythms what am i what do i uh, and you can look upon traditions and you say, well, do we really want to get rid of Christmas and the Tooth Fairy? No. Personally, I, I quite like some of those. But other traditions, you're thinking, no, no, I'm happy to let go of those. But I'm also going to introduce traditions that I have that serve the world. 
Yes, I like so it. So it's trying to get that that balance. So I think the top layer is just keep it steady. Plod along, plough. Whatever you're going to prepare the soil for now will be what you will grow later. So just be considerate about that. Release, release the old. Being mm. aware that there could be a sense that you're going to miss out. But there's also a sense that, you know, less is more. It could be really simple. Let's have a, perhaps a simpler existence. Be curious about the new. Don't, yeah. don't get perfection. And well, then that's quite metal as well, isn't it? The sort of systemization, the yeah. streamlining, yeah. keep it simple, stupid, almost. Yeah, absolutely. Just keep it, keep it really simple. And there's also an elegance. So if in the last 12 years you think, oh, I didn't get my, I meant to join the 5 a.m. club and I, I didn't do it. I got up at half past five and it was <laughs> all wrong. I couldn't do it. Um, uh, or anything like that. You know, what you were exposed to in the last 12 years and you learned about, metal energy is about um, efficiency. So that 80-20 rule, 20% of the things that you learned or should have done will give you 80% of the results. So don't get, again, don't get caught in, oh, I shouldn't, I, did, I need to do it all, I need to do it all perfectly. No, just pick the things that that are going to give you the best results and just be efficient with those. And that's kind of part of the kind of plodding, plodding along. And then I think the third within the, the, the groupings and the steady thing and then the releasing old and new, I think the third big theme, guiding theme that I think we should really be embracing this in this year that I think is really, really important is, is, is be kind. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others because you could really be unkind to yourself with this perfection and this missing and this kind of, and we've been through a really tough year and lots of people got carried away down different rabbit hole and just be kind to yourself. And then also be kind to other people because they've got their stuff going on and they picked up the energy and, and let's just try and, you know, just, do that kind of oxy stuff and just kind of let's just kind of plod along together and let's see what we can do together to 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 create the the lay the foundation for the new stuff to arrive bearing in mind we'll get tripped up by the black and the white and the this and that but let's just prepare the ground and say what do we want cultures and what do we want to be and our view at the five institute and no more boxes movement is just let's just be kind let's just be open and accepting of um yeah i love i love all of this because i always say you know anyone in our community i always talk about the fact that everybody's in their own lane you know we literally yeah. everybody's on their own journey doing their own thing you know and also important to keep your energy focused on what you're doing <laughs> rather than everybody else yeah. in the external world and yeah. external reality um okay so key <laughs> And, and this is a really good year to practice keeping in your own lane. Right. Really good year to practice it. Rats. We've just come out of a rat year. Mm, Do rats right. like to, No, they're kind of... They're all over the place. All over the place. It's a very scattered, fast, fastest year in the... We've just come out of the fastest year in the 60-year cycle. Fast as oh, well. that was so fast last year. It was crazy how fast it. So we're this is yeah. a lot slower actually. Than was what you're saying? It, it it's um. It is a, it, it's still 
still um, they're still fast. the two fastest animals of the 12 year cycle. I think the contrast we had was 2019 with an earth pig year. Earth is the slowest energy, pig is the slowest animal. We went into the fastest year metal and the fastest animal rat. So we went from the slowest year and block of time to the fastest year and block of time. In the 60-year cycle, there's no year that has a contrast between one year and another. Everything else is quite gentle. So we're not shocked by this year because it still feels we've got to kind of keep things efficient. And Well, that was not- crazy last year because I obviously <laughs> I, I listened to your work and it was almost like every time we weren't in lockdown, it was going a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. And then it kind of went yeah. to lockdown and it was like, oh, and I was like, oh, this is weird. You know, and then as yeah. soon as it started to come out of lockdown, it went a hundred miles an hour again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we saw lots of funny things, didn't we? Kind of people kind of set up, they think, oh, I'm going to learn Italian and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And then time's running out. I'm not going to be able to learn Italian. And I missed it out. And I missed, I missed my opportunity to become fluent in Italian within those four weeks we were locked down. I thought I could do all these. And it, so there was an enormous expectation around our perfection and, and then a sense that time was running out and we needed to go even faster because definitely feels like time's running out because I can feel it. I can feel something's running out. It must be time. I, th- I think I need to run faster here. And that's just the metal full stop, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a rat and a, it's metal and a rat. Mm, together. And you put them together. And so we got a bit more of a ploddy year this time. Should we choose to do it? Or you could be a bull in the bull run or a bull ring. And you're charging around after one flag. And then it could be a really quite fast year because you're literally charging after one thing after another after another with a sense that... And into fights with everybody. <laughs> a fight with everyone. And someone is definitely stealing something from me. Okay, guys. So you heard it here first. This is all about slow and steady wins the race. Stay in your own yeah. lane. Look at what you want to release that's old. And remember, you're, you're preparing the ground for the new. Look at your traditions, look at your rituals, look at what you want to keep. Remember, it's about efficiency. Uh, Have some discipline and don't be afraid to move forward with perfect imperfection. Perfect. And be kind. Of course. How did I miss that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Kind of watching out for that black and white stuff, the no more boxes stuff. Don't Don't put anyone in a box. No boxes. We are one humankind we are humankind. Humankind. Yeah, humankind. We are one kind yeah. human. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> well, Nicholas, always a pleasure to talk to you. I could talk to oh. you all day. How do our lovely listeners um, find you? I would really, if you're listening to this, I'd really recommend you go and take Nick's free vitality test. It really is inspirational, and you'll learn so much about yourself. Where can people do that, Nick? Uh, just need to go to Five Institute F I V E institute.com and you'll see the vitality test there and then i'm, I'm not I'm not really big on social media as you know but five institute you can see me there email me nick at five institute.com and you have a community stuff on youtube as well don't you are you have stuff on youtube what? i didn't know that yeah i've got that I've, I've just put the metal ox year on youtube Oh, I'll go and definitely go. People should definitely yeah. go and watch that. That'd be that's very yeah. interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Well, I'll give you this interview. You can put it on your YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, and then you have a community as well, don't you? As that people can join. It's not yes, open though, is it? 
at the moment. Uh, well, it depends when the people are listening to this. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is timeless. We've just had a timeless conversation. So it may well be open. Um, we close, yeah, we're, we're, we're open and closed, not because we're trying to create a situation of lack, because that would be really cruel in a metal energy era to play the old lack game, which I know lots of, lots of marketers will start to double downing on lack. Uh, we open up at certain times just because it's very similar to your community. We like to have really good onboarding, get people yeah. into the community, so we open and close. Uh, it's called This Vital Life, and it's the, the essence is uh, kind of how do we kind of love living as ourselves that's the idea kind of that's the aim you, you want to live love living as you then that's what we try yeah and of course what, what people are doing are embodying their energy types aren't they they're understanding yes exactly yeah which yeah. again i highly recommend because it's just mm. like, really eye-opening yeah. to do your vitality test. It's, it's fun as well we have a lot of fun fun you have fun Wow, you have fun. To think. <laughs> with you in charge, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You wonderful, wonderful man. Lovely to see you oh. as ever. Well, thank well, thank you so much for all the work you do in this platform that you create and uh wondrous message that you put out there in the world of hope, aspiration, elevation, thank everything you. you do. Yeah, thank you. I'm in good in good company. I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> and we will see you next week with another love fest <laughs> and another incredible guest on the dharma i podcast thank you